Yours is the glory. 
spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We worship you tonight in this place. We say, we receive, we are receptive to the Holy Spirit. Father, give us ears to hear, give us eyes to see. Help us to be keenly receptive to the Holy Spirit this year. That's our heart, that's our desire. You are the potter, we are the clay. Lord, we ask you to mold us, make us into what we need to be. Help us to be willing, to have a willing spirit, Lord, as you pour out your spirit. Help us to be willing to adapt, to mold ourselves to what you want. Be receptive as you lead us and guide us and direct us. Oh, we worship you in this place. We lift our hands and we thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your loving kindness. Hallelujah. We give you glory. You are worthy of all praise. We magnify your holy name tonight and we give you glory. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your direction. Thank you for health in our bodies. Thank you that we have breath and life and that we can move and live. That we have a destiny in you and a calling. We have a purpose to live. You give us purpose, Father. Every man, every woman needs purpose. And I thank you that we find it in you and only you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We worship you in this place. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Here's what I sense tonight is there's someone here and you've been under, maybe it's someone online too, or maybe both, maybe, I'm not sure. But I sense that there's someone, you've been under some attacks and it's like one attack after another and they all came at once just recently and you felt like, and what I'm seeing is the number five, that there's five things you could list that just, okay, Lord, this, how could this be? This is too much. It's, it's almost like you felt like, your world was crashing in around you because there were so many attacks that came at once. A financial attack, a health attack, a relationship attack. I mean, I could go on and on. Just whatever it was, there was five of them that you could list out. Is that someone here that is facing that? Is that someone here? Raise your hand, I can't see. Or is it someone maybe online that's watching if that fits you? I can't see, is there a hand up here? Okay, I don't see anyone here. So we're gonna, we're, is, was there someone over here? If there is someone, come up here quickly because I can't see in the light. Okay, there is, okay. Come up here quickly and we're going to bind that attack and believe that this is a reversal because the Lord's calling that out. He knows what's going on in your life. And just the fact that I, you're identified should give you hope and encouragement that this thing's going to turn in your life. And... 
whatever it is that opened the door, we're going to bind that and say no more over your life. And I'm going to give you some advice right now. What you do is just stand in faith. Just like David did when he went up against a Goliath, he did it in faith. He stood. Just like the three Hebrew children, when they got thrown in the fiery furnace, they had faith that even though chaos was around them and attacks and almost could be death, they made it through because they had faith. When Daniel got thrown into the lion's den, he could have been destroyed, but he had faith and he stood. And that's what you're going to do is just stand through this and you're going to look back even 30 days from now and say, look what the Lord has done and sing that song. So I'm just, I'm just rejoicing with you that this is just a temporary setback and you're going you're gonna to see a victory in a short while. So Father, as I lay my hands on this man, I say, no more attacks. He will receive the goodness and the mercy of the Lord. And I thank you that you bring him through this in victory. And because you called it out tonight, you identify it, you love him, you have a plan for his life. And this curse is reversed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Is there someone here and you've had low back pain? I just see the Lord's touching low back tonight that in that hip area. Come up here quickly if that's you. We're going to just believe God. Matt, I'd like you to, to lay hands on these, whoever it is that has the low back pain. Just believe you're anointed tonight to touch them, believe for them. God is good. He has a plan. And any health challenge that we face, we're going to see God move. And tonight, I believe, is your night. The back pain's going to go in Jesus' name. And someone watching online tonight, if you're facing that, we just command healing into your body tonight. And that back pain goes in the name of Jesus. And you just start worshiping him right where you're at, believing God to move in your life and a touch of God in your back. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord just prompted me that there's someone watching online and that five items of attacks, you were going through that too and you're watching from home. Just email us or write us and let us know that that's you and give us the victory report as, as that turns in your life. Thank you, Lord. I just believe I heard the Lord say there's someone here and you're very concerned about a grandchild. The, like the, like the living situation, the, the, the environment, I guess is, is what I'm getting of the grandchild. That the grandchild is in an environment that you're concerned about. Come up here. We're going to believe for God to touch that situation if that's someone here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
Eileen, would you lay hands on him? I believe you got an anointing to do that. We're going to believe whatever the situation is, that turns and it's reversed and there's safety, protection for that grandchild in Jesus' name. And we pray protection over our children and our grandchildren. And we thank you, Lord, for setting up your plan, your divine purpose for them so that they can be protected, safe, and in environments of love and peace. Thank you, Jesus, for wisdom in this situation. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just give me another minute here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Who is it here that's believing for a job in 2023? You need a new job. Come up here quickly. 2023 is 2020 free. You're going to be free from that old job, and you're going to get into something that God has for you, I believe. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we just agree now and stretch your hands towards these. I thank you, Lord, for those that need a new job, they're watching online or they may be here, that your hand of blessing moves in their lives, that you open it up, you give them favor, favor, favor. Their resumes will go to the top of the stack and they won't even have to work and work and work at it. It'll come to them. It'll come to them because they are favored and they'll put their information out. They'll make it available. They'll try. They'll do what they need to in the natural. But Lord, it'll be your miracle working power that turns the situation and gives them favor in Jesus' name. Favor in Jesus' name. Favor in Jesus' name. Favor of God. Favor in Jesus' name. The favor of God in Jesus' name. Favor in Jesus' name. Favor in Jesus' name. Lord, you move on her behalf. Favor in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the favor of God in our lives. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and thank the Lord for his goodness. Thank the Lord for all he does for us. He watches over us, protects us. His angels are all around us, protecting us, watching over us, guiding us, helping us, aiding us, assisting us. Thank you, Lord, for your angels that watch over us and protect us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. And his mercy endures forever. Well, turn around, shake hands, and say, it's good to be in the house of the Lord on a Wednesday night.
Well, if the ushers would prepare, we're going to go ahead and receive our regular Wednesday night offering tonight. Thank you, online audience, for your giving. We're so thankful for that. And uh, God is working in great ways to provide everything that's needed for this church, and he's going to provide for your lives and your lives online as you watch. And you know, it's important to sow into good ground. Jesus talked about that. I think it's Matthew chapter 13, talks about the different kind of soil that you can put your funds into or that you can sow seed into. You know, and I was thinking about that. When a farmer sows seed, he doesn't just throw his seed onto a cement slab. He puts it into good soil and he protects it and makes sure that it goes into good soil and it's watered and taken care of. So when you plant your seed, knowing that when you plant seed at Lord of Hosts and this ministry, you're putting it into good soil. This is good soil. We're seeing people touched around the world and everything you do is so appreciated. And uh, we're getting, we're very excited because the closings are coming um, as soon as next week on a couple of these buildings and uh, God's moving quickly. And uh, we're just gonna move ahead and see that building built down there and uh, have a place for the masses to come. And we're excited. How many of you excited to be part of the vision here? Amen. We're so thankful Pat, for pastors Hank and Brenda and all they've done to plow and work through the years and uh, see the fruit that has come about and continues to come and will just be getting better and better and better. Amen. Amen. Well, the giving information, we'll put that on the screen for you. If you need to uh, text to give, you can do that. You can go to the website, lohchurch.org, click the donate button. You can give that way. Um, or you can just write a check and mail it in. The P.O. box is on there. Um, there's so many different ways to give, but we appreciate your giving so much. I'm going to uh, call Matt up here now, and he's going to lead us in the declaration, and he has another announcement for us. And then ushers, you can just receive after that. Amen. Well, it's good to be in the house, isn't it? Amen. First Wednesday of 2023. I mean, isn't it good to be in the house of God? Amen. I don't care what year it is, honestly. But uh, I want to just say a couple things, too, um, and remind you all. Um, Pastor Brenda had announced on Sunday, uh, New Year's Day, so after the New Year's Eve service, that we reached that $2.4 million goal for the amazing pizza machine. Amen. Amen. And I got some news on that. We will actually be closing on that on January 10th. Amen. Give God a shout. Come on. Come on. That was everybody in here and online. Come on. Come on. Amen. And on the lines of that, we're also working toward the additional $500,000 goal for the South Building right here next to the South Lot. And man, it is amazing just to see, I mean, in my life, just since I was a little boy, how much God has expanded this place. Amen. And we're just decreeing, this is the LOH Plaza, and this is not just going to touch a city, but this is going to touch a nation where people are going to come in here, and this is going to grow and grow and grow, and guess what that's going to do? The kingdom's going to grow because we're going to bring souls into the kingdom, amen? Amen. So, guys, pastors can't thank you enough for your time, your offerings, your giving, and your effort to this place, because ultimately, it's not about them. It's not about them. It's what God's plan is right now as we're heading in to more of 
more days here in 2023, which we're calling obviously 2023. Okay, this is the hour, this is the season, this is the time. Okay, and if we're going to expand, then we've got to continuously keep coming together and, and, and just give, 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 give. Because why? It's going to continuously come back to you double, triple. I mean, we declare it every Sunday. You guys know. Okay? And so don't take your giving lightly. All right? Understand that there's always something more. Anthony and I were talking about that today um, as we were doing some stuff for Game Changers and getting some episodes ready to go. And we were talking about, listen, the opportunity, like we should never lose fact of the sight that, oh, well, I've reached my full potential. No, we have to continuously keep doing something. If you're not waking up every day with, I want to do something new for the kingdom, you're doing it wrong. Okay? There has to be a continuous effort daily, daily. Okay? We don't have time to stop right now, guys. This is not time to stop. Just because there's been prophetic words prophesied, we need to birth that out. Okay? Our prayers, our giving, our time, our effort, that is what's going to birth out the words of God. Amen? Okay? And we've got to be unified in this season more than ever before. Okay? Because the devil tried to drive us apart the last three years. Okay? But guess what? There's a fresh season here at Lord of Hosts Church. There's a fresh season in the body of Christ. Amen? And it takes you and the anointing on your life. Listen, don't live in the appointed realm. Live in the anointed realm. It's time we start declaring, I'm anointed, not appointed. Anointed means I'm chosen for life. I am set apart, not for a season, for life. Appointed is a, a specific just assignment. I don't want a specific assignment. No, I want a sacrifice. That needs to be the goal right now in 2023 and as we move forward this year. If you want freedom, speak freedom. If you want freedom, shake off the devil out of your life, man. I'm telling you right now, wake up every morning with something new and say, God, I'm yours today. What can I do to make your kingdom greater? And watch what happens this year for you. I'm telling you right now, amen? Amen. Well, right now, Father, we just declare over each and every person in here and online a fresh anointing, a fresh touch, a fresh outpouring. God, bless the people for their time. Bless the people, Lord, for their giving. Bless the people, Lord, for what they have, Lord, chosen, Lord, to give to the, to the kingdom, to the church, to the body of Christ. And God, do not let any infirmity, evil come near their dwelling. We send angelic reinforcements, a bloodline around the people. Lord, we speak financial turnaround. We speak those that need jobs, healing, whatever they have desired in their heart. It comes to pass, and we declare it now in the atmosphere, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, let's stand together. Those of you watching online can say it with us as well. And uh, as Pastor Brenda said last week, we did change it up a little bit, so we're excited for that, and uh, we'll have to kind of get used to it. I mean, it's not that different, but you'll see as we've changed a few things. Amen? We declare the new auditorium and LOH campus shall be built and completed. We say to all the walls, be built up. We decree it shall happen without delay. We say that we have all the finances needed for the Lord is building this house. We have more than enough, excess and overflow. Lord, you are providing seed to the sower. We call upon you, Lord of hosts, to bring forth heavenly assistance 
and raise up multitudes of people that shall give abundantly to this work. We prophesy that we shall double, double, and then we will double again. We declare new things now. We decree new tabernacle and campus be built now. Now, if you're in agreement with that, shout amen. 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 Well, before Pastor Doug comes, I got one announcement for you as well. Pastor Hank wanted me to remind everybody, tomorrow night he is on Flashpoint again. Normally he is not on Thursday nights. It's usually Tuesday nights. But they're doing another show just with it being the new year um, with him on. So Pastor Gene reached out to him. I mean, Pastor Gene, why are you bothering my dad, man? You know, <laughs> come on. I mean, you were just here and you got to bother him again. Like, come on, Pastor Gene. We got to have some talks about that. But tomorrow, Thursday, same time as Tuesday, um, 7 o'clock Central Time. Pastor Hank will be on tomorrow night once again. And he just wanted me to let you guys know to tune in and... Uh, Go ahead and give him your support and learn something tomorrow. Amen? Amen. Well, without further ado, let's give a hand clap to Pastor Doug. Come on. We love him. Amen. Amen. Love him too. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. After all those good announcements, I'm just ready to... We could just close up shop and go home. That was good. But... Uh, I want to do a little review tonight on something because the fact that we are going into, you know, uh, Pastor Hank and Brenda have declared January a prayer and fasting month, and we do that every year here, and uh, we also want to include our online audience in that because I think it, it's so important. It's such an important way to start the year, and so I just felt like in my heart I needed to do a review on some fasting points again because sometimes that's a misunderstood subject, one that most people don't like to talk about. Um, we did do a little uh, series on, I think I did two teachings on fasting last summer in August sometime. So I'm going to review a couple things. But how many of you know that review is good? Yes. You never can get too much of the word. And if I can build your faith tonight a little bit, that's my prayer. And to help move you into a stronger commitment towards fasting and the... Um, miracle working power of fasting that's what I want to do tonight is to see that happen because as we get stronger in our faith and we move in stronger to the things that God has for us and we use the tools that are available to us we're going to be more successful in everything that we do amen so that's why I want to do that so starting Sunday January 8th this coming Sunday through Monday January 30th uh, we're encouraging you to uh, join with us in a time of prayer, extra prayer, and spend time fasting. And there's different ways that you can fast, and we'll talk a little more about that at the end. But there is power available in fasting that will boost our prayer life to a new level. And Christians tend to overlook that sometimes. We're designed by God as three-part beings. Most of you know that. We're body, we're soul, or our mind, will, and emotions, and then our spirit man. Those are our three parts. And human nature is to take care of that body. That's what the natural man wants to do. The natural man is hungry. He wants the body fed. There's no ignoring that stomach that's on empty. The natural man likes to shut out the spirit man's voice. The natural man or our body doesn't really want anyone threatening its comfort zone, especially his or her food. And I believe that's why fasting 
can be a difficult area to master. And tonight I want to quickly review just a few points concerning fasting because it is a powerful tool. You know, we have a choice to make concerning the truth of fasting just like we have choices in everything we do in life. We can choose to reap the benefits or we can choose just to ignore it, act like it doesn't exist, and then not use it as a tool that God gave us to use. How many of you, I want you to put that picture up of that kitchen appliance if you would. How many of you ladies have ever seen one of those? Okay. We have that setting on our countertop at home. And, you know, it's, it's a nice-looking piece of equipment. Uh, it's a powerful mixer, if any of you know. It's, it's one of the better mixers that you can buy out there. It's, it's a KitchenAid mixer, and it's, you know, it's almost like a little commercial machine. It's very powerful. But you know what the sad part about that is? That machine never gets used. And it makes wonderful pastries, and you can, you can make fresh bread. It'll, it has dough hooks. You can knead the dough. You can do that. You know, you can make cookies, Eileen. You can make brownies. You can make cake with that. Uh, it'll even mash potatoes for you, you know. So, but unfortunately, it's all the things that I shouldn't have. And so we kind of don't, you know, and I'm not blaming her, it's just that we just don't use it, you know. So I, I think it's been used once a year for the last three years that we've had it or something like that, you know. So it looks great being there, but it's a tool that isn't used. And I kind of relate that to fasting as I'm talking about fasting tonight. You know, people tend to put fasting on the shelf and don't use it. They know it's there. And I'm not going to ask you to show your hands, but I'll bet if I asked people here to be honest and say how many of you have fasted in the last 30 days, it would be few. Because it's, well, especially over Christmas time and New Year's, you say, Pastor Doug, why would you even ask that? And I was like, how could I do that? But really, fasting is about us pursuing something that's greater than food. And we have to understand that. Let's look at Matthew 5, 6. I want to go really quick because I want to spend some time in prayer tonight. So I'm going to go fast. But Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. So when we fast, we're really telling God that we hunger for Him more than we do for food. We're hungering for Him and the things of the Spirit more than food that sustains our physical body. Jesus expects us to seek after God with prayer and fasting. And there's great power in prayer and fasting. In Matthew 17, verses 1 through 13, we see a story where Jesus went to the mountaintop with Peter, James, and John. And starting with verse 14, we'll see that there were other disciples and a crowd of people eagerly awaiting for Jesus' return from the mountain just to see what was going to happen and see if he was going to perform any miracles. Let's pick up the story in verse 14, Matthew chapter 17. I'm going to read out of the New King James Version here. It says, And when they came... To the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. So here we have a story where Jesus encounters a young epileptic boy that needs healing. Epilepsy is a disease or a brain disorder that can cause seizures and uh, sometimes long periods of vigorous shaking. And those seizures can sometimes even cause a person to fall. 
And sometimes they can be injured or break an, uh, a leg or an arm or other bones. And so this man is speaking to Jesus concerning his son, and he says, he suffers severely. He often falls into the fire and often into the water. So here we see a need that the disciples could not meet. They felt it was beyond their capabilities. Previous to this, the disciples had been given authority to heal the sick and cast out demons. And the disciples had already been preaching the message of the kingdom of God. They'd witnessed many miracles. They saw men delivered from demonic spirits, and Jesus said they would do that, and they did. But now the word says that they've encountered a need that was too great. The young man was afflicted with a demon that tormented him, and the disciples, no matter what they attempted, had been unable to deal with this situation. And you can imagine yourself in that position. We've all been in those places one time or another when we've tried so hard to find the answer to a problem that's facing us, or maybe our loved ones, and it seems like nothing works. We've tried everything. We've exhausted all of our spiritual resources, but the need still remains. The sickness remains, or the situation remains unchanged, or the person maybe is unaffected or unsaved. So what's the answer for that situation? In this passage of Scripture, Jesus comes down from the mountain, and immediately he's faced with this challenge of the boy that has this health challenge. But the good news is that Jesus is the master problem solver, isn't he? Amen. And if you have a situation in your life today that you don't have an answer for, remember that Jesus is your answer. Nothing's too hard for him. Let's continue to read and see how Jesus responded to this problem. Matthew 17, go on with verse 17 here uh, through 19. It says, Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? And so in a moment of time, Jesus took care of that problem. What seemed impossible to the disciples, he accomplished immediately. But that whole situation made the disciples start to question, what's going on here? There's no longer a problem to be solved, but there's a question that's not answered here. How come Jesus was able to perform this miracle and we were not? Now remember, verse 19 said, The disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? They came to him privately. That's a good thing. They said, you know, Jesus, we need, we need to talk to you here. There's a, there's a situation we don't understand. Can you come over here behind this rock and let's just discuss this a little bit? <laughs> I don't want to do it out in the middle of where everyone can hear, but I just don't understand why this happened. So they convened with Jesus away from the others behind a big rock, and why couldn't we cast out this demon, Jesus? Lord, we tried everything. We prayed just as we've heard you pray before. And we even got louder and louder, louder than you, Jesus. And we even worked up a sweat. What went wrong? We've seen many miracles in your name, but in this case, nothing worked for us. We were so frustrated. But then Jesus gives an unexpected reply. Matthew 17, verse 20 said, So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Now here's your key. Verse 21 says, However... This kind 
does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So let me restate it like this. This is the way I think Jesus was trying to relate it. He's talking to the disciples and he says, guys, let me encourage you with something here. You only need a little bit of faith and you can move mountains. Don't ever doubt the power of faith in God. But today I'm going to let you in on a little tip. This kind of a demonic problem this kid faced is a tough one. It doesn't go out except by prayer and fasting. Now, we all understand here that we have needs in this life that are especially great sometimes, and we have sometimes faced obstacles that have a different dimension or an increased dimension of difficulty. But these things sometimes take a specific higher level of breakthrough for these spiritual problems. They require extra spiritual power to break them. And Jesus said there's a way to obtain the spiritual power to break through and see victory in those needs. Godly prayer with fasting releases breakthrough spiritual power. Say this with me. We're going to put it on the screen. Godly prayer with fasting releases breakthrough spiritual power. And I want to quickly give you tonight five important reasons why we should fast. Let me list them here for you. We'll put them up on the screen too. Um, and then I'll just talk about them real briefly. Number one, we fast to be obedient to Jesus. He told us to do it, and we're going to look at that. Number two, fasting disciplines our bodies for the spiritual battles that we fight. Number three, fasting is an act of humility and love towards God. Number four, we fast to receive God's wisdom and direction. And number five, the last one on my list, we could list more, but this is the last one I put together here. We fast to receive deliverance in times of crisis. So number one, we fast to be obedient to Jesus. Matthew 6, 16 says, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. They disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. And I just want you to notice those first few words. This is Jesus speaking, Matthew 6, 16. He says, Moreover, when you fast. He didn't say, if you fast. He didn't say, if you decide that you, some point in life, decide you need to fast and really want to get into it, this is what you do. He said, moreover, when you fast. So to me, that says he's expecting it. It's almost like a command. He's expecting us to do it. It's an assumption. If you're a follower of Christ, you will fast. Fasting is for everyone who follows Christ. It's a tool that God's given us. Number two, fasting disciplines our bodies for the spiritual battles that we fight. If we choose to go without food in order to seek God, this is definitely a practical way to discipline the flesh. Fasting combined with prayer puts the spiritual man in first place. We talked about the body, the natural man, and the spiritual man, and the, the war that goes on there. But if you fast you make the natural man or the body second place during that fasting time. Think about it. When you normally just go about your routine and you're eating and just carrying on and eating and eating and eating and eating like we all do, and eating and eating and eating every day, three meals a day, or maybe like me, a snack before you go to bed and end up with four or five meals a day almost. It's like, oh my. But when we do that, we're really putting this body in priority, aren't we? We're just satisfying the needs of the flesh. 
But when you make the spirit man first place, you're denying the body or the flesh, and you're saying, I'm going to put the spirit first because this is what God told us to do. That's what fasting is all about. When a person fasts, it's not long before the stomach starts to say, feed me. The physical urge is a test when we fast. And we can say no. Did you know we can actually say no when the body calls for food? We have the ability to say no, Diane. That's kind of a revelation sometimes to some people. We can actually say no, Matthew, when the body says, I'm hungry. We don't have to. It's hard. I know. It is hard. But when we do this, we demonstrate to God that we're His and that we have a greater need of His righteousness, His power, His wisdom, His direction than we have for physical nourishment. Fasting is a way for us to discipline our bodies for the spiritual battles that we face. Okay, let's move on. Number three, fasting is an act of humility and love towards God. Fasting says to God that we recognize our complete and total dependency on Him. And as we lift our prayers to Him, we're saying that the answers to our prayers is really more important than our physical needs, like good food and drink. Most importantly, fasting is an act of love. When we fast, we're laying down the desires and needs of our natural body, all in the name of love. You might not have thought of that before, but in John 15, verses 12 and 13, when Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you, greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. When we fast and pray for others, when you fast and you're praying for others, you're really laying down your life for others. You're laying down your life for your friends. The Father sees everything through the sacrifice that Christ made for us at Calvary. And when God sees us fasting and in prayer, He sees His Son. And His heart's moved with compassion. You know, and I was just thinking today as I was concentrating on that scripture a little bit, you know, I don't want to get to heaven someday and, and have God say, well, you, look at the opportunities you missed. The people that could have been saved or touched or redirected or influenced or whatever because you didn't take time to really, really have effective spiritual prayers because you didn't couple that with fasting. We have an opportunity through fasting to stand in the gap for the lost, the hurting, and those that need a touch from God through the gift of fasting. Spiritual warfare and the weapons of spiritual warfare ultimately boil down to one thing, and that's love. How desperate are we to see changes in ourselves, in our family, in our friends, and those in our circle of influence? Do we really love and care for them as we're commanded to? John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. One very significant way we can lay down our life is through fasting and prayer, petitioning God for the needs of others and their salvation. Are we more concerned about our own comforts and pleasures than we are about souls and the need that they have to be saved and that God would intervene in their lives? So fasting is an act of humility and love towards God. And then number four, we fast to receive God's wisdom and direction. 
Let's look quickly at Acts 13, verses 1 and 2. I'm going to read it out of the New Living. It says, Among the prophets and the teachers of the church at Antioch of Syria were Barnabas, Simeon, called the black man, Lucius from Cyrene, Menin, the childhood companion of King Herod, Antipas, and Saul. One day as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. So you notice there, what were they doing? These men were worshiping the Lord and fasting. And then the Lord spoke to them, didn't he? He said, appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work. Why am I bringing this up? Because there's a key here in this. These, these men needed some direction. They needed some wisdom to know who to appoint. And when they got into worship, prayer and fasting, the Lord spoke. The Holy Spirit spoke to them. They were keen. They were able to hear the Holy Spirit. And he said, who to appoint? How many of you need wisdom sometimes? How many of you need direction sometimes in your life? But we fail to think sometimes, let's pray and let's fast and let the Holy Spirit speak. Here we see the early church was blessed with prophets and teachers, and they were gifted with the ability to lead the church, but they still needed something. They needed the wisdom of God to make the proper decisions, didn't they? It's an example of the leaders of the church fasting and praying to God about wisdom on how to proceed. And after they paid the price of fasting and praying, the Holy Spirit revealed to them what the next step was. Send Barnabas and Saul off as missionaries. The Holy Spirit spoke and said, Appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. And um, as you continue to read through the book of Acts, you'll see that God worked in men's lives. In many instances there, we could go on and look at that because they were willing to fast and pray and they received special wisdom and impartations because of that. And they spent time fasting and praying before they made their decisions. The apostles realized it was important to fast and pray. They disciplined their bodies in order to hear more clearly God's direction before they made a big decision. Would it possibly, would it very possibly be just a little bit important for us to do something similar to what the apostles did? If the apostles needed to fast and pray, how much more? How much more should we be doing that? I'm just saying. Don't throw stones at me. I'm sorry. This is the word of God. I didn't write it down. I'm just, I'm just conveying or, or uh, what's the word? I'm the messenger. Yeah. Help me, Matthew, if they start throwing stones at me here. We have an officer over here? Okay, good. We're good. <laughs> so let's look at number five. We fast to receive deliverance in times of crisis. That's my final point. And we'll just quickly do this, and then we're going to go into prayer. Second Chronicles chapter 20 is the story of a man named Jehoshaphat who encountered a problem, and he was able to see the hand of God give him victory. Jehoshaphat encountered a big problem. A great multitude of his enemy was coming to battle against him and his people. And at first, he didn't know what to do. He didn't see a solution. 
Let's read 2 Chronicles 20, verses 2 through 4. It said, Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Hazan Tamar. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news, and he begged the Lord for guidance. Here's the key. Let's see what he did. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. So one of the first things we need to do when we have a problem is exactly what Jehoshaphat did. When trouble came, his decision was call a fast and seek the Lord. Remember Jehoshaphat in your time of trouble. Remember what Jehoshaphat did. Keep that in your mind. The next time trouble comes, think, what did Jehoshaphat do? He called a fast. Maybe you need to call a fast. Maybe I need to call a fast at that point in time. Seek the Lord and see Him work. The opposite of human nature. We like to try all of our solutions first. Well, maybe if I do this, I can get this solved. Maybe if I do that. Maybe if I just make this change, I can do it. But if you read the whole story, you'll see that God gave them a word of instruction for them to go face the armies, and they didn't even have to fight those armies. They went out and sang praises to God, and confusion came upon the enemy. Verse 22 of 2 Chronicles 20 says, At the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves. So he didn't even have to fight in the battle. The enemies destroyed each other. They had a great victory, but it started with one thing, and that was fasting and prayer, didn't it? So when the diagnosis is bad news, when your nation is at a crisis point, or your family's facing a critical problem, these are times for fasting. These are times to go beyond the normal routine of prayer and determine that we need to have God's intervention in our lives much more than we need food. Number five, we fast to receive deliverance in times of crisis. Um, I don't have time to go into practical ways to fast. There are complete fasts. There's partial fasts. Um, there's examples in Scripture of results that come from fasting and prayer. But I do have something for you. I have Pastor Brenda's fasting facts, and I think... If you don't have one yet, the ushers can get one to you. Did you get one when you came in? Yes. Okay. And the good news, those of you that are watching online, if you go to hankandbrenda.org, hankandbrenda.org, you can click on the banner there that talks about the um, fasting time that's happening in January, and that will lead you right to Pastor Brenda's fasting facts, and you can... Um, download a copy of that, or you can read it right there on the internet. You'll have it at home to use. So the same thing that the people are getting here tonight in the auditorium, you have access to. Just go to hankandbrenda.org, or you can click on the search engine, type in fasting, and it'll take you right there also. So there's a couple of different ways that you can get there. But um, that will help you with some practical things on your fasting. Maybe it works for you just to skip one meal a day. That's a way to fast. Maybe it works for you to take one day a week and say, I'm just going to abstain from solid foods. I'm going to have water and juices. That's a good way to fast, one day out of your week. Maybe you can't do that because of 
a medical condition or something, but maybe you can give up sugar. You know, um, Daniel went on a fast. We call it the Daniel fast, and he ate uh, vegetables, I believe. That was his, was that right? Yeah, he ate vegetables. That's the Daniel fast. He ate vegetables during that time. So that's another way to fast. Just say, I'm giving up sweets. I'm going to eat vegetables for the next 30 days. Well, maybe a week. <laughs> or maybe one day, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Evan, do you think you could just maybe eat salad one whole day? Just greens? And do that for God? You could do it, man. And see power. Come. And it's just disciplining your body and saying, you know what? What God wants in my life is more important than that urge to have food. And we all have to do it. We all have to fight that. I'm sure Pastor Hank even faces uh, opposition when he goes to do it. As great a spiritual leader as he is, Matthew could probably tell us there's probably times when he has to fight that urge too. It's just, it's common to man. Yeah. And so we all do. So I'm not standing up here saying that I fast perfectly. I'm working on it. But you know what? If we don't start somewhere and make a plan, we're not going to get there. And so what I would suggest you do is make a commitment and not just shuff this off tonight and say, okay, I, I heard that message. It's a great one. I'm going to go on. Here's what I would do if I was you. I would go home tonight or tomorrow morning before it, before it goes out of your mind and, and write something down that you can commit to. Don't make it overwhelming. Maybe it's just, I'm going to fast every Sunday through January. Or maybe it's every Monday. Or I'm going to do a water-only fast on every Tuesday. Whatever it is, put something down on paper and write it down, and then you'll, it'll be more easy for you to remember it, put it on your refrigerator, and follow that, and then take time for prayer during that time. Don't just fast. Take time to seek the Lord during that time. And you're going to see, I just know, I can guarantee you, just like I can guarantee you if you tithe, you're going to see results. The same thing is going to happen if you fast. If you show God that you're serious and you do that, you're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles, and you'll see a change in your life. I know it. I guarantee it. I believe the Word of God. How many of you believe with me? Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Doji, why don't you come on up here? I just feel like you should start out tonight. We're going to stand and we're going to pray. We're going to believe God for miracles through this year, and we've got three or four people that are going to lead in prayer now over different aspects um, of the church. And you have also at your disposal, are those down at the information counter, that, or did they get one tonight? At the information center, there's a prayer and fasting guide which um, has points on it that you can pray for uh, regarding the church and our ministry here. So, and a schedule. It, so if you want to join with corporate prayer during those times, we have a schedule on there. And then it will also give you specific needs so you have something to agree on. Pastor Doji, would you come? All righty. Amen. Amen. Can I have a, Can we all stand on our feet? And uh, let's, let's uh, pray in the spirit. The Bible says when we pray in the spirit, we are praying what? The perfect will of God. So one of the best ways to pray is always praying the Holy Ghost first. So let's all lift up your voice tonight. Begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Let's lift up our voice. If you are watching online tonight, 
in your room, in your living room, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Receive Ketarabayado Shatalamande. Ribase Krianta. Receive Kotorabasiate. Ricataramayendebre Kotorabasaha. Abri Sevre Gozo. Simare Sevre Ketea. Ricando Rosota. Alahila Glass Tokia. Mengles Tefre. Bindongdong de Risefre. Mantoro Karasupre Ikata. Meteribe Sefre. Bentoraba Satalabayakatea. Namode Tecle. Ishaka. Parazo. Preante Ki. Risafre Tefrea. Bacaterebo Sotea. Bateribo Sefre. Besoprantaka. Parazanta. Alia Kataraba, Risembre Ingoto, Chicleno, Sonele, Clamagadesh, Ausevre, Masata, Masata, we release the fire of the Holy Ghost tonight, Le Kemarabasata, Risopre Interfea, Bistefe, Resoprante Feremandere, Ricotarapa, Glotalia, Iglesala, Ayangleseki, Resoprento Frente Kira, Resepre Catarabaya, keep pressing it, keep pressing tonight, keep pressing it, Kim Latolamande, pray in the Holy Ghost, Yakalamande, Yesalamande, we brosopa, Manderi Sopa Lagada, Meteleve, Palia, Iclitano. Prende sempre in cattura va sempre Liprane cosa Barazata Barazata la va che te arrivo Rema che te arriva sotto Ande arrive se Every, 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 every Oh papa pianto I clenstaca Risa para mande la monde l'eglesia Amante libre We plead the blood We plead the blood We plead the blood of Jesus tonight over this ministry, over our pastors, over the pastoral staff, every household, the cameraman, we invoke the mighty blood of Jesus. Jesus, we decree and declare no weapon from against our pastor's bodies can prosper. In the name of Jesus, 
we are standing against every spirit of infirmity and disease we push back we resist the enemy we resist spirit of infirmity to be cut off in the name of jesus we decree and declare no death no tragedy we prophesy supernatural strength into their bodies we decree and declare book of psalm 27 the lord is our salvation in the name of jesus we decree and declare every particle every bone every muscles every organ in their body be strengthened in the name of jesus we plead the blood we decree and declare no death no disease no infirmity is allowed to touch their bodies we decree we plead the blood we decree and declare their good and sweet sleep every night i take authority over every tormenting spirit in the name of jesus oh we come around monday yeah keep praying the holy ghost we are standing in every harassing spirit any devil any witch that will harass our leaders we turn them off in the name of jesus we destroy every altar we release the fire the fire fire of the holy ghost we release fire 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 in the name of jesus we decree and declare no infirmity no feeble person no feeble person in this house we decree and declare supernatural strength our bodies our pastors bodies are strengthened their voices are strengthened even tomorrow tomorrow as pastor speaks in flesh but we release supernatural strength into his voice his body let the word of god come out with power and authority to penetrate every barrier every obstacle we decree and declare long life over our leaders we speak long life over their children long life over everything that connect to them in the name of jesus i decree and declare nothing shall i any means would touch them i release the arrows of fire thank you father bless your name lord i've been asked to pray now for the lord of hosts church family and that includes not only everyone in this room, but everyone that's watching online. So one of the scriptures I want to just mention, Hebrews 12:1, it says that we are to throw aside everything that tries to stop us down, to entangle us, or to slow us down, slow us down and trip us up from what God's got planned for us. So Father, we pray and decree now in the name of Jesus, this is the year of freedom. 
Hallelujah. It has been prophesied. This is 2023. And I thank you. We declare now for the families of Lord of Hosts Church and our online family, this is a turnaround year. There is freedom for your people, Lord. I thank you for it. I thank you that you remove every hindrance. I thank you that you remove everything that would try to trip us up and everything that would try to distress us or distract us from your plan for us. I thank you that you set us free now from every physical ailment. There will not be one feeble one among us because there is health in our body. You set us free from lack, lack of any kind. We will not be behind on any good thing that you have for us. I thank you that you set us free from every circumstance, every situation that would try to slow down your plan, Father, in our lives. And I thank you for it. I Father, in, in Deuteronomy 6, you said God brought, you brought us out of bondage. So you brought us out of every kind of bondage, whether it's fear, lack, sickness, unforgiveness, anything, drugs, uh, pornography, every sexual perversion. I thank you, Father, that we have been set free from that. You brought us out of that, that you've kept us on every side. Every demonic entity that has tried to come against us, we renounce you now in the name of Jesus, because the name of Jesus is greater than any other name, and every knee must bow to that name, and I thank you that that includes everything that would try to raise its head against raise itself against you and your Holy Spirit and what you want done. And I nika o lebaniya shunte hanabana halabade labadakabashunde o lebanamanaha. Father, we were bound, but you brought us out of the land of bondage, and you brought us into safety and protection. You've given us sound minds. You've given us pure hearts. We have favor not only with you, but everyone that we come in contact with. In the name of Jesus. I thank you that you have given us health and long life. It belongs to us because we have a covenant through the blood of Jesus. And we call upon you now. We call upon that covenant. It is at work in our lives. We have prosperity with all of our needs met in the name that's above every name. I pray over every family and everyone joining us here and everyone joining us online. Supernatural protection from the angelic hosts surround us now. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, but everything we do shall prosper because everything we stretch forth our hand to do because we are kept by you and you lead us and you guide us. Father, I pray now over our children and our grandchildren. Hallelujah! 
I thank you that you protect them from every scheme and every design and every plan of Satan. We say no except to everything except your plan for their lives. Oh, I thank you, Father. According to Isaiah 54, 13, our children are taught of you and great is their peace. Hallelujah. They will be established in righteousness and they are far from oppression and fear will not come nigh them. I thank you for it. Parents will teach their children of you. They'll teach them to love you. They'll teach them to honor you and to put you first. I thank you for it. I decree, decree and declare that our children and grandchildren will be free from sexual confusion. Ha! You male and female created you them and so it is and so they will know that. Let no confusion, no demonic entity try to touch their minds or their precious hearts in the name of Jesus. And Isaiah 54:14, we will be secure under a government that is just and fair. Ha! Hear that, all spiritual world. Ha! We are secure under a government that is just and fair. So I speak and decree the blood of Jesus to cover each and every one under the sound of my voice. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. So, Father God, we just thank you that we have an opportunity now that we are honored and privileged to pray over this new auditorium, this tabernacle, Father God. And we, we stir up the gifts that are on the inside of us right now. And we pray in the Holy Ghost. And we give you thanks, Father God. We give you thanks for the vision that you have placed upon Pastor Hank and Pastor Brenda and the board and all of the leaders of this church, Lord. And that and that the building and the completion of, the, of this tabernacle will testify to the goodness of God, to the character of God, to the love of God, and to the freedom of God. Hallelujah. We pray according to the pattern of when Moses was building the tabernacle and when Solomon was building the temple. And we call this a house of prayer in Jesus' name. Father God, we thank you for the freedom of the spirit of prophecy, which is the spirit of Jesus, for prophetic words to be declared from this new sanctuary, from your tabernacle that will reach our community, our nation, and the nations of the world in Jesus' name. And just like Solomon did, Father God, we're asking you for wisdom for Pastor Hank, Pastor Brenda, the board, and all those involved in leadership as they go through the process of the construction of the tabernacle, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to give them a discernment between good and evil, the things that are being done right, 
and the things that are being done wrong. We pray over this sanctuary and we declare and decree that this sanctuary will be a place where people can come into the presence of God, where the spirit of the God is. There is liberty in this place in Jesus' name. We declare that we will be washed with the water of the word of God, pure and lovely. And this will be a place where we can meet with you and be in your presence from generation to generation. Hallelujah. We thank you for those blueprints, Father God. We pray for the construction to be done in excellence with leaderships, leaders that are gifted and skilled in every craft. Hallelujah. We pray for the workers of steel, for the foundation layers, the brickstone, and the cement layers, the electricians, the plumbers, the carpenters, the carpet layers, and the tile workers. We pray over their salvation and their safety in Jesus' name. We ask you for timely delivery of everything needed according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That materials are, are delivered in quality and we thank you, Father, and agree with the prophet that this will be on an accelerated schedule, completed in 2023 in Jesus' name. And in this year of 2023, the year of freedom, we declare freedom from debt. We declare freedom from accidents, delays, shortages, rework, freedom from any evil work to come against the plan of building the tabernacle. And in the authority, in the name of Jesus, and by the blood of Jesus, we seal these prayers in Jesus' name. And we send the heavenly hosts to watch over this entire property in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Who is Lord? Jesus. Who's Lord? Jesus. Who's Lord? Who's Lord? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, Lord, there is liberty. So when you pray in the Spirit right now, I want you to release the Lordship of Jesus Christ over this year of freedom. I want you to release the power of the Lordship of Jesus Christ over your family, over this nation, over the works of men, over our administration, over all the court systems. I want you to make Him Lord, Lord in the Spirit and by the Spirit. And as you do, he will take his place as Lord. Shoregeshara <laughs> 
Bastola Mattia, Brecura Stebeto, Brandstura Brassadeletetea, Brekishunda Rebarotoroste, Bratodea, Brinkista, Brinkista, Protosto, Revista, Mangora Begadea, Mastala Lande, Sture Bredida, Brinkista, Mercadeta Broca Dananda, Brevos Nimiaca, Stura, Divisto, Molanda, Rivea, Rivas, Turiste, Brinca Sarande, Brostone Matara, Brevoluste, Brastia, Iasto Revese, Dira, Reva, Cacia, Brinquiste Vegate, Metuste Vegide, Gandala la Bastara, Renora, Gestire, Della la Brostinara de Deste. That's going to be hard to follow up. Really quickly, as we as we get close to end, I just we want to pray for this great United States of America that we live in. And you know, the Spirit of the Lord says, when you don't know how ought to pray, you just want to pray in the Spirit because there's so many things that need to be birthed in this great nation of ours. So for the next two minutes, let's just birth everything that has to happen in the courts this coming week everything that needs to happen for the betterment of our children in the education realm everything that needs to happen in every seat of authority in the local in the judicial in the senate every person that needs to represent the body of christ specifically and for righteousness and truth let's birth that in the spirit realm tonight in Jesus' name, let's do this. Hadia Bama Sodo Sokonama Seresema, Yitinama Sodobo Siri Nabasto, Bakia Dobo Siri Kitiribos Nemindia, Rokia Dina Los Nemakanaste, Nitinimokita, Eketinos Nama, Oba Shakada Matobos Taramandere, Robo da Kitamado Sarabosta. year of the cross Jesus you are going to be high and lifted up this is the year of the crow where many will be exposed and pulled back into where they belong this is the year of the crown with those that are seated in the heavenly places will meet 
the Lord their Savior and they will know that you are Lord and they will bow their knees and come down to where they belong father we are thankful as we end this night that you are working on behalf of the people of this great nation we call the United States of America so we seal it in the blood tonight and we declare let your will be done in this nation in this city in this region and the nations of the earth the way it is in heaven let it come down now we call the host we summons them and we send them out now in the mighty name of Jesus say hallelujah tonight thank the Lord for his goodness he's so good hallelujah well thanks for coming tonight God bless you we believe that we accomplished some things tonight thank you for coming out on a Wednesday night for tuning in on a Wednesday night to join us from around the world and we just bless you in Jesus name don't forget flashpoint tomorrow night 7 p.m. Central Time go to the Go Victory Network and you can tune into that and uh, we'll see you back in the house of the Lord Sunday morning God bless you have a great rest of the week thank you <laughs>